Hello, my name is Aniola, and I am the creator of Anything I Want. Welcome to my podcast, Soul Family. Every week, I will interview someone on their journey with life, self-acceptance, spiritual awakening, and more. This is a series dedicated to opening dialogue between our collective soul family. It is meant to welcome people from all religions, walks of life, and perspectives to talk about how they find healing. Some people use the term soul family to refer to the individuals they feel a closeness to in their immediate lives. However, to me, we are all connected. We are all each other's family, no matter how many things point towards the opposite. For generations, we have been behaving like a dysfunctional family. It is time for us, as a collective, to begin to regularly take the time to sit down and listen to one another's views. It is time for us to go to family therapy. Welcome to Soul Family. Each episode is recorded on Instagram on Saturdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. I go live with whoever it is that I'm talking with and so that you guys can come through and ask any questions as we have our conversation and so you can really get a chance to interact with the podcast recording process. So if you're interested in that, just keep an eye on my Instagram account to know what we will be talking about every Saturday and come in with any questions you have. For episode one of Soul Family, I had the pleasure of sitting down with a young woman named Amanda. Amanda is a spiritual light worker based in Denver, Colorado. She began her spiritual journey four years ago after the birth of her daughter, Lulu. At the time, she was getting ready for a life as a Jehovah's Witness, but her walk with spirit led her down another path. On Saturday, May 9th at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, She shared with us how you can use writing to strengthen your understanding of tarot and crystal usage when communicating with the spirit slash the universe. We recorded this episode on IGTV and then I converted it into this audio so that you can listen to it anywhere you are. Another interesting thing I want to mention is during our conversation, we were, well, I guess harassed and is a way that you could say it by an internet troll who tried to come in and call us some really mean names. As you listen to this episode, I hope you really understand why I responded to this person in the way that I did. And I believe that there's a lot to really learn from this situation. And as I continue to do what I feel called to do, I know that I will be met with backlash, both from people I know and people I don't know. And this was just a great example of that. But I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and thank you so much for being here. Thank you guys for joining once again and anyone who trickles in and out. We appreciate you nonetheless. And so to start out, can you please talk to us, tell us a little bit about your story so that people can know more of who you are and what you do. Um, well, my name's Amanda. I am based in Colorado, specifically Denver. Um, I go to Metro State University of Denver, and my journey started about four years ago with the birth of my daughter. 
um, before she was born, I just felt like I didn't have a purpose. I wasn't really aware of what my purpose was. And as I started to climb in age, I felt like I didn't really have a lot in my life to show for. So once I had a kid, it kind of was like a jump start to changing who I was, not just to be a better person for myself, but to be a better person for my child as well. So I began working at this salon and one of my coworkers was actually into essential oils and tarot herself. So she did a reading for me where she discussed which archangels were around me. But she also gave me samples of these oils. And with that, I had a chakra chart. So basically, it started with me using these oils to help balance each one of my main seven chakras. Um, and then that led to me getting into crystals as well. So I was basically purchasing crystals based off of whatever chakra I was working on at the time. So it kind of just all began to flow together. And then after crystals is when I started getting into tarot. So I've been doing that for over a year now. Um, but writing, I've been doing my entire life. So I've just managed to encompass both my spirituality and my writing together. And it really has changed everything that I'm doing, that I plan on doing. Um, it's really the guide I've been looking for and it's really like revealed what my purpose is. So I think it could be super beneficial for everyone, especially writing, because it's a way for you to have a conversation with yourself, but to see your thoughts in black and white makes it more tangible and easier to figure out, at least for me personally. And it's also like an outlet as well. But writing with tarot and crystals has helped me maintain the knowledge, which is a lot when yeah. you're all the different crystals there's hundreds of crystals um even with tarot there's different tarot decks there's traditional tarot decks and then there's oracle cards so there's just a lot to take in and i found that writing helps me remember and you know retain the information those are all really thank you for that introduction yeah and so then the next question that i feel like a lot of people might have at this point is wh why writing like how is it that writing specifically has helped you move forward versus like just meditating on a thought over and over again like how, how is that process from just thinking something over and over again translate to pouring it out on paper and how that pushes you more towards spirit because sometimes i feel as if a lot of people when they're going through things they hold it in but what is the yes. benefit of pouring things out it's the whole release aspect. I know a lot of the times people hold on to things and it actually can eat you from the inside out. So I've found that being able to write helps me rid myself, whether it's negative or positive energy. Um, it also helps me organize my thoughts. 
I know most of the time our minds are like going 100 miles per hour. We're thinking about what we did yesterday, what we're going to do today, what's going to happen in the future. So it helps me be grounded and organized and be able to, you know, process things in a more, you know, timely manner. So how does that process look like for you? Like when you're using your tarot cards, do you start with, like, do you, what are your different methods? Is it that you have a question and then you look at the tarot and then you break it down from there? Or is it that you just go to the tarot on a daily, like on a daily basis for guidance? Like what is your relationship with tarot? Um, with tarot, I try to do it daily because I want to connect with this tool because I'm using it to connect with, you know, essentially my higher self and source. So practicing it every day is refining my craft. Um, I have a different approach each time. It just depends on whether I'm doing like a general reading for the collective and I want to post it to my story or page and it's for everybody versus a reading just for me. Um, there's sort of a difference, but when I do general readings, I take it as a message for myself too. Unless it's a personal reading, then that's when you can focus on different categories like finances, career, love, and different things like that. So it just depends on who the message is for. Okay. And I've just thought, had a great idea. Uh, I feel like it's a really fun exercise. At some point during this live feed, we can do an example of what process you, you might go through when you're looking yeah. at tarot. I have my deck right here. I don't know if you all, how many decks do you have? I only have one. Three. I just <laughs> got this one the other day. It's a traditional deck. I want to get more practice in with that. But um, the first deck I ever got was this Angels and Ancestors deck by Kyle Gray. I would recommend it. It's really, really insightful just because he uses different imagery like angels. He uses animals. He uses the seasons. So it's easy to connect with. Um, and I also have this Work Your Life Oracle deck. This one's by Rebecca Campbell. And it's more so based in like getting in touch with your soul and what your soul is trying to tell you. And what's your other, your third deck? This one actually is called Crow Tarot. So the depictions on the cards are, have crows imagery and stuff on okay. it. Is crow your spirit animal? I don't or... know if it's my spirit <laughs> animal, but I do. It does resonate with me a lot. That so what, yeah. And what? ravens okay yeah i'm just curious like what drew you to getting that specific deck because it's a very specific style. yeah actually this deck if you could like see it has like crows and ravens on it so i was okay. already getting imagery of crows like instilled in me so when this one popped up on amazon i didn't want just like the normal pictures you would see where it's just yeah. like, coins or wands or people I wanted something different which actually brings me to my next question I feel like most people when they start they choose the universal weights which is what I did I felt yeah. um like I was actually on Amazon and I was 
thinking of getting it because I kept out, like getting this calling to get one. Um, yeah. And then like I was like, oh, I'll just decide later. And then I don't know if this happened to you, but sometimes when I'm supposed to do something and I don't listen to my intuition, um, I like spirit wakes me up at like 3 a.m. And then I won't be able to go back to sleep until I do that thing that I was kind of told to do earlier that I didn't do. And that was how this moment felt. Like I felt like I was called to buy the cards, but then I didn't. And then I yeah. woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, okay, I'm just going to purchase it. And then I fell back to sleep immediately after. But um, <laughs> it was really funny. But I feel like most people like to start with that deck. So I'm just curious as to... Um, like how you feel about that deck? Have you ever used it? And is your only reason for not getting it just because you wanted a little more visual stimulation of something that resonated more with your spirit? Yeah, I went with Oracle cards just because, you know, everyone learns different, but I'm a visual learner. So mm -hmm. that's why I decided to pick Oracle cards instead. With traditional tarot, I don't want to say it's difficult, but the, the different arcanas and like the different wands and the different coins, it's just a lot to take in. So before I got into that, I wanted to dabble in other areas first. So that way going into traditional tarot, I had an idea of what I was doing already. So that way it would be easier learning all of it. Okay, good to know. Yeah. All right, so... Does any, if just so you guys know, everyone who's watching right now, if at any point you have a question, please just type it into that. There's like a, a button at the very bottom of the screen that has a question mark and a card on it. You can just type in your questions there and we're happy to answer as we go along. Um, so if you have anything specific to you on ways that you can connect more with your like tarot usage on your spiritual journey, anything at all, ask and we're more than happy to answer. Um, yeah, so... That being said, how, how about crystals? What is your relationship with crystals? Where does that come in? Um, I love tarot and crystals equally, but I really love crystals because one thing I've come to realize is that they have made me more accountable for mm -hmm. my behavior and my actions. Because I'm doing this research on what metaphysical properties they have, I'm more aware of what I'm trying to be in my mind. So mm -hmm. then if I stray away from that behavior, I'm aware of that. And I'm not trying to place blame on external factors. And instead, I can reshape it and like realign it with what these crystals are actually trying to do for me. Okay. So then that being said, what is... When you look at crystals, because I know a lot of people, when they're starting to get introduced to the idea of spirituality and crystals and tarot, it all seems really out there. So that being said, to you, what do crystals symbolize? Do you believe that it is the crystal's energy that provokes you to act in a certain way? Or is it more so of its re the reminder of its existence and its essence that makes you feel more connected to those parts of your spirit? Like, what does that mean to you? Because some people are like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. How can a rock influence your life so yeah then, what would you say to that <laughs> um I think it's actually both of those things you just said like the crystals hold the energy and of course it's like an equal transfer but in that equal transfer they're making me aware of the behavior I'm exhibiting 
or the emotions I'm trying to process, you know? So sure, it's just the stone. Anything is an inanimate object if you look at it that way. But once you like give it meaning and start believing in what that meaning is, then it will begin to work for you. It's all about perception, honestly. For sure. Yeah. I could totally... One thing that recently happened to me that I found extremely fascinating was I was reading the Bible and the chapter of Revelations came up. Yeah, it does, like Black Lady Tarot mentioned that, it really does help with self-reflection. Um, yeah. So I was reading um, from the book of Revelations and one thing that popped out to me was there's this part where the guy is describing something and like a, uh, an altar made of this and that and he starts to describe all of these stones that are an embodiment of this altar and this uh, this throne that this being is sitting on. And that really yeah. was very fascinating to me because I was like, even spiritual texts have mentioned the properties and the importance of these stones because the way that the stones were being described, it was giving them profound meaning. It wasn't just like, this is a stone. It was like, no, it was a stone that was an amethyst and it was a stone that was a this and there was a that and there was a that. And it's like letting you know the importance of these stones being on this specific altar. And so I just found that to be very fascinating and really kind of showing how, yeah, people might be like, oh, it's just a stone, but a tree is also just a tree, except for the fact <laughs> that it gives you oxygen yeah <laughs> you know like yeah no longer existed you literally would not exist either so yeah. it's like that whole thing with giving um giving due respect to the yes. things around us that we do not understand that we cannot speak to them but that does not mean that they're not alive you know and it's yeah. like that's why people say like a house that hasn't been lived in in a very long time starts to break down because it needs that energy to be bouncing against its walls. It needs to feel the aliveness of other living things in its presence in order for it to continue to stay strong in its existence. And so mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, there's a constant exchange between us and inanimate, inanimate objects that some people take for granted or think that doesn't have like carry any value to them. But it's, I feel as if that's been what has helped me kind of respect how people use crystals and tarot to grow them in certain ways yeah yeah it's exactly thank you that's exactly <laughs> it like we all personify everything yeah I like that too and with like when I research my crystals it it gives like past history so they mm. in the past they've referred to crystals as like talismans so it's not mm. like using crystals is new, like you just said, it was in the Bible, but there's tons of cultures that use crystals, especially indigenous people use crystals for all kinds of things. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's great. Okay, so can you give us an example, like walk us through a day with a crystal? Um, I usually try to pick three different crystals so like one crystal is like balancing my upper chakras then I have a second crystal that's balancing like the heart sacral and solar which are like in the center of your body 
And then I usually try to have a stone that's dedicated to chakras in the lower parts of the body. So like the root chakra, which is at the base of your spine. There's also, um, I'm pretty sure it's called the Earth Star Chakra. I'm not sure the exact name, but it's located like at the bottom of your feet in the mm -hmm. middle. And it's said to like hold your soul like within your body. So I try to make sure I'm having, you know, like stones that are equally like balancing all the chakras that I encompass. So that's usually where I start. Um, and then after that, if I haven't already, I usually, I have this journal and it has like a whole bunch of, you know, like different information on each crystal. So I'll just mm. go back and review whatever information I wrote down about it. So that way I'm aware of what I'm supposed to be, you know, keeping track of. And then I usually just hold those same three crystals for like about a week or two. And then at the end of that week or two, I will do like a crystal results type of thing. And that'll just be me discussing how this crystal helped me those weeks in my life. So okay. if I have clear quartz and it like amplifies clarity, I'll discuss a moment through those days where I had a moment of clarity, you know? So it's basically just a science experiment, you know, like having something, testing it out, and then writing the results down. All right. That's really fascinating. Yeah. And so as you go through that process, oh, also it's 222. Oh. I love repeating over <laughs> here in, in, the, in New York City, the time is 222. <laughs> to anyone else who loves repeating numbers. I love repeating numbers. <laughs> um, okay, that's really good to know. So I have crystals as well. I've never carried my crystals with me. I more so keep, I do keep my crystals around me whenever I'm doing things that are related to um, like spiritual healing. So I do like a Sunday meditation and yeah, two to two. Um, I do a Sunday meditation and every now and then whenever I do my meditation, I like to put my crystals around the computer just to kind of facilitate a safe space for spirit and for energy. Um, and, and then I have smaller crystals. I don't carry mine with me, but whenever I take like a shower, um, not a shower, but like a spiritual bath, which we can also get into, like if you use yeah. uh, your crystals for spiritual baths, but you can put it in the water with you and it kind of is said to help charge the water with more of the intention that you have put into it or putting it around the bathtub can really help charge that energy space. So yeah, spiritual baths, do you do them? How do you do them? How do they benefit you? Yes, I do them a lot. I try to center them kind of around a time where something astrological is happening. So maybe like a full moon or a new moon or the end of a retrograde or the beginning of a retrograde. So it has more context behind it. Okay. Um, I definitely use my stones in the water for meditation. I try to put them like on my third eye and my crown chakra. I definitely try to put them on my throat chakra. Um, I'm, at, I'm really shy. So sometimes I have a problem finding my voice. So that's a chakra I've really just been trying to work on. 
But disclaimer, be careful with certain stones because they will break apart if they get wet, which I learned the hard way. But, like which one? Do you remember the um, name? I actually, it was my blue calcite. Okay. It, it, you could kind of tell, like if a stone looks kind of porous, then mm-hmm. it's probably going to absorb the water and then yeah. it's like crumble. So yeah. be careful with that. But besides that, for the most part, you can definitely take them in with you when you take a bath, when you take a shower. Um, I usually have Epsom salt in a bowl. Um, and then I add essential oils to the bowl with the Epsom salt and then I mix them together and then I'll add it to the water. So that way, you know, if you want to use lavender for relaxation, that helps. I like to use other oils, of course, for chakra balancing as well. Um, And then I kind of just stir everything in a clockwise motion just, you know, to set the intentions. And I usually say affirmations at the same time I'm doing that, whether they be, you know, I am powerful, I am light, I have a purpose, something along those lines, just to, you know, boost my confidence up. Um, And I try to incorporate some form of like smoke. So like either an incense, Palo Santo or sage, which helps clear energy in your environment. Yes, and energy and your aura that's surrounding you as well. And then the last thing I do is sit in the tub and relax, you know. (laughs) I try try to, um, like, do journeying, which is basically, like, thinking of yourself in a different form so that way you can like mm. the veil a lot of people talk about when it comes to connecting with source and divine beings so i think that really helps when you can how, you know come out of yourself and yeah how do you like, what's an example like how have you done like when you do that what is, where does where do you go where does it take you i'm curious it's it's different like Sometimes, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie The Lovely Bones. But I have. The way that she kind of... Where she's at in that yeah. place, it's kind of like that. Like just imagining a really serene, comforting place where you can go, where you can be comfortable and be open, you know, and release yourself. So that way you can receive whatever messages the universe or God or your guides or your ancestors are trying to sing to you. Do you ever do guided meditations? Not really. Um, I want to, but I just have had a lot going on. I haven't really had the time to like dedicate myself to another you know, tool to use in my spirituality. So I haven't really gotten into anything new besides what I'm already doing. Okay. Have uh, you- we see someone here who's being negative. That's really <laughs> sad. I'm so sorry that you feel that way about yourself and the world, but...
don't block yeah. them. I want to see who they are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. The thing kind of, I just tried, yeah, that comment. I mean, that comment didn't hurt me. It just makes me sad when other people are so negative in such a way, you know. But I really hope that person heals, honestly. Like, I wish them do all they, the best. Do they talk you? Like, I don't know who that is. I, I don't, I don't either. It doesn't bother me, okay. but it's just that... Whoever you are, sending you lots of healing love. Like, I'm so sorry that you feel so much negative energy that you feel the need to push it out into the world that way. But, you know, God bless you nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, we're doing something right. Yeah. Aw, that person, you know what? It's okay. You can keep saying all the negative things that you... They See, that's how, love I can know, that's how I know that they're hurting. I know you're hurting. For you to believe that love doesn't exist and for you to be calling other people negative things, can it shows to me that you're hurting. And my heart just goes out to you. And I really hope that you are able to experience the fact that love is real. This moment right now is an example that love is real because you want to enter this space with a sense of fear and anger, but I am going to send back love to you instead and just really hope that you are given the opportunity. Yeah, everyone, please just send lots of love to this person because you can tell that they're hurting. And this isn't even to be funny. Like whenever someone is negative, like you know that they're hurting. Yeah. And I just really hope that you find out that love is real and that you are loved and even if you love is a choice and you can choose love and that's how you know that love exists because in this moment I'm choosing love for you even though in that moment you were trying to inflict pain on us but pain itself is also a choice and I choose to feel love instead of pain and I know of my beauty it's okay that you choose not that way but don't talk you know, about other people's choices you know yeah like, you chose that we're choosing and this we're choosing this yeah and, and no we're problem. just gonna create this safe space and if you want to stick around and watch this then I encourage you to do that as well I feel nothing against you so God bless you and I love you and I wish you so much healing in whatever pain that you're going through in your life that's making you feel the need to spew out that venom but you will be healed in due time whenever you're open to it. But uh, as we were saying, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the next thing that I would like for us to do is, so I have my tarot cards here and I would like to, I don't know. Do you want to do a reading on yourself or should I do one and then we can, you know, like, which one, like, how, how would it be easier for you? Because what I can do is, oh, yeah, I understand the person's being mean, but let's try to be nice to them, because I really don't want people to attack other people just because they're attacking. That is not the way that the world should be. But thank you, Ram Healing. I know that you're, you know, just trying to maintain that, but... <laughs> <laughs> we love you we love yes, you healing we, we love you cash out person we love you black tarot black lady tarot and everyone else who's watching okay <laughs> um, all right so cards 
Should I yes. pick or do you want to pick? You can definitely pick. I would okay, love I'll to pick. Okay. So I pick my cards in a really interesting way. I just kind of like shuffle them and I let whatever falls out, fall out. I don't that's do. What, that's what I do too. Unless yeah. if I'm shuffling and nothing is falling out, then I'll do something where I call it like an intuitive pick where I just yeah. spread the cards out and then select one myself. Mm, okay. So these are the cards that came out. Do you you do you read reverses or no? Um, with oracle cards, there's really no meaning to reversals. Reversals okay. mainly like just in traditional tarot. Okay. All right. Yeah. So this card, do you know much about the these or not really? Is that cups? Yeah, like. Um, I know cups is supposed to symbolize, like, emotion and things like that. Okay. Well, you know what? To be honest, whenever I read cards, like, I like to use both my intuition and then I go online and see what comes up for what yeah. they they have to say. So I feel like for this exercise, it might be easier if we use your cards and do what you do because since this is about how you read cards and you're the expert – so let's do it your way. You go ahead. Okay. I'm going to use um, the Angels and Oracles deck. Okay. Since it's my favorite. Um, on the box, it has like a little incantation that I usually read before yeah, I Yeah, please. Any, um, what does it say? Well, the first one is basically just clearing the space and making it safe. And it's guardians of the four corners, mother in the earth, father in the sky, angels, ancestors, sacred ones. I call on you and welcome you here now. And then the second part is I set the intention that whatever is gained from the lessons learned from this tool will be dedicated to the growth of all beings in all places. So basically right. just calling forth spirit and its energy and then setting the intention that you're using whatever messages they're sending to you and your cards for the greater good. Okay, let's do it. I usually shuffle to... I probably will ask to like source, do you have any messages to share with the collective or any guidance that we might all be in need of? And then hopefully we can get Then for anyone who's joining now, we're about to do a tarot reading so that Amanda can show us how she goes through her process of receiving uh, wisdom from her tarot cards and the universe. So we have drum. Okay. Which says dream and journey. So after just like looking at the initial text, I like to look at the actual visual. Mm -hmm. So like circles to me, in a lot of spirituality things is cycles. Okay. 
because time is not linear, even though to us it is. Time is actually in cycles, which is why, mm -hmm. you know, you could be happy one day and sad the next day and then happy the next day, you know? Yeah. So I usually look at shapes. Sometimes I try to count the symbols. So if there's like one, two, three, four, I'll try to encompass what the number four means also within this message. Mm -hmm. um, I also, I don't know if you, I don't, did your um, tarot come with a guidebook? It did, but the guidebook was not good. So I just used uh, Google. Yeah, okay. the guidebook that came with it, it, it had like incomplete sentences even. I was just like, <laughs> like it would be talking and then the sentence would just drop off. And oh my gosh. Well, so, usually. <laughs> it was so bizarre. So I just used the internet. Yeah. Usually I use the guidebook just as a reference before just giving your intuition messages. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah. So after intuition messages and then the guidebook, that's when I'll actually do more research. So that way I can give more meaning to the message. Mm -hmm. But um, the dream and journey card is basically just reminding you that you can bring whatever dreams you have into actual reality. Mm -hmm. And the drum symbolizes going with the beat of life, going with the flow. Yeah. A lot of the you time resistant to a lot of things, especially change. But if you're wanting to manifest your desires, then you're going to need to surrender, go with the beat of that drum and watch your dreams, you know, manifest. <laughs> That's perfect. Like literally yeah. on the money. <laughs> All right. Do you want to pull another card? Sure. I can see what's, ooh. At the bottom of the deck is the moon card, which is very fitting since we just had mm -hmm. a full moon. Yeah. Um, says take note of intuitive messages this is just saying to be aware that life and everything every situation every person it always has two sides so the moon does have yeah. a bright side but it does also have a dark side now being yes. dark or dark side does not equal being negative or anything Thing negative in or general. bad yeah yeah it just means duality like yin and yang yeah. black and white that kind of thing so basically you need to be aware of both sides of everything because a lot of information is going to be coming in revealing more to whatever is going on in your life okay so in terms of messages, a lot of people equate messages to verbal communication, but um, source and spirit guides and angels and ancestors, they can't communicate with you verbally. So they communicate mm. through television shows, movies, commercials, music, yeah. eating numbers, like you just said. That is how these, you know, other world beings communicate with us so that's why mm -hmm. you have to be open so that way you can receive whatever they're saying because it's not going to come in the way that you're normally used to communicating mm. that, so I in the book that I'm reading right now the lady talks a lot about miracles and she says how 
a miracle, a lot of people think that a miracle is when something happens and it's like a, a solution that no one saw coming. But a miracle is oftentimes when is a change of perception. And the way that she sees it is that when things happen that are miraculous, that's more of magic. That's more of the universe manifesting its magic. But a miracle is a change of perception. And so one thing that she was talking about was that, so for a long time, you know, a lot of spiritual people like to say like they don't get sick and things like that. And that sickness is about, is like usually something that comes on to you when you lower your vibration and you open up your thoughts to things that are not really um, on the wavelength of higher thinking. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you've heard that. Yeah. So that being said, she was saying how for the longest time she wasn't getting sick. And also she got into three consecutive car accidents and nothing happened to her. And she was like, I was always like, I always got out of the car accident feeling fine. And then her third accident, she started to get this really weird symptom. And she was like, I was feeling really sick and feeling all of these ways. And I was like, Oh, I don't understand. I haven't been sick in so long. How are these symptoms coming on? Then she traced back her thinking and she was realized that her sickness came on the moment that she started to realize that people care for me more when I'm sick. People are there for me more when I, when I'm sick. So she was attracting those vibrations of like, if I act and if I become sick, other people will care for me in the ways that my fear-based thinking wants them to. Yeah. And then she was like, the moment that she realized that she stopped, like she was at a, uh, she was driving in her car. She took a couple minutes to pray and she was like trying to manifest healing. And then she was like, well, then her, she expected that she would open her eyes and her healing would just be there like magic basically. Yeah. And she said that to her disappointment, when she opened her eyes, she was still sick <laughs> and she would have to go meet up with a friend. And so she's on her way to the restaurant, really like just feeling not her best. And then she arrives at the restaurant and there's this guy sitting there and he's trying to talk to her and she's just like, oh, like, I don't want to talk to anyone right now and like blah, blah, blah. But then her spirit self, her loving self was like, but you need to like, like treat others with love. Like don't treat others negatively just because you're feeling negatively, you know? Yes. And so she's like, fine, I'll be patient. And she's like, this guy is your brother. Just be kind. He hasn't given you a reason to not be kind to him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the guy's like talking to her and she's just like, oh, I just feel really awful. I feel so sick. And she was like, oh, like, is there anything I can do to help? She's like, unless you have this medicine, like it's some medicine that she knows always helps her whenever she doesn't feel good. And he was like, funny enough, I'm a doctor. I can like, let's go to the, what's it called? The pharmacy next door and I'll <laughs> write you a prescription. And she was just like, you're kidding me. Yes. Like, it was one of those lessons in life where it's like, if you open yourself up, to possibilities and you open yourself up to the universe giving you manifestations of your desires like if she was like if I had approached that man with a sense of disinterest and anger and hatred and annoyance I would have not gotten the healing that the universe had to give me you know what I'm saying yeah and so yeah right like isn't that story something <laughs> it's like it's a story that I feel like really embodies how if you would just open yourself up and that's like, obviously, you listen to your intuition. In that moment, she was in a safe space. She was in a restaurant. There's no way this guy was going to be able to hurt her without a bunch of other people seeing her. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and so she was using her intuition. She was like, I'm just going to be friendly because this man has not done anything to show me that he's evil in one way or another. And my intuition doesn't say he's evil. If anything, it's my ego that's just angry at the fact that I'm still sick. But yeah. then she got the healing that she needed because she opened herself up to universal guidance. That's amazing. But, 
people yeah. don't realize like your intuition is literally a built-in defense mechanism like it's something you were born with if you just tap into it you could utilize it in so many situations and save yourself so much from negativity heartbreak all that kind of stuff you know because i don't know how many times myself or anybody where you're in a situation and you're like man i knew it yeah <laughs> you did know it you just didn't listen to yourself you know so I'm yes. in the process of like building up that trust with myself again so exactly. that is all a journey in itself but it's crazy you said that specific story because in this deck there's a shaman card mm. and it just talks about how Native Americans believe that when you were sick, it's because like you need to do release work of lower energies. Hmm. So that story just made me think of that card and it's like, wow, it really is so true. And it just reminds me of also when they do trials for like different medicines and like they'll have a test group that's a actually taking the medicine and then they'll have a test group who has a placebo and people who are taking the placebo are getting better too. Yeah. Even though they're not taking medicine. And it's because they think that they're taking something that will make them better. So yeah. it's you could really heal yourself. It's all about like what, how and what you're using your power for. Exactly. Exactly. So that being said, like, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for coming and talking to us today. This has of been course. such a great conversation and I'm going to post it so that people can watch it at their own time and anyone who wasn't able to tune in can have access to it. And if you'd like, I can send you the video as well if you want to post yeah. it on your channel as an IGTV because I don't think that Instagram gives it to both of us. I think it only gives it to one of us. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I really appreciate your presence here. This was such a great conversation and there are going to be so many more conversations like this moving forward every Saturday at 2 p.m. Next week, we're actually going to be, I'm going to be talking with another girl who her spiritual practice specializes in how to maintain balance and stillness while still working a nine to five job. And I feel like that's going to be such a powerful conversation. And then I have a lot of other stuff. There's going to be another one where we talk maybe yeah. about intuition, like today, like, there's just so much to uncover. And I really just want to create this safe space where people can come in and recognize that we're all connected. We're all going through it. And we don't have to feel this consistent separation that the world makes us feel like has to be there at all times. We are more together than we sometimes care to admit. So this is all about that, connecting with our soul family, yes. even when they're miles apart. Yes. So... <laughs> Thank you so much for joining. Thank you, everyone who Thank was you here. Thank you for Yes, of course. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Just thank you for inviting me and having me in mind with this project that you're creating. You know, I'm so happy to yeah. be a part of anybody who's trying to spread light. So keep doing what you're doing all the way. And you as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a beautiful day, everyone. You as well. Talk to you soon. For sure. Bye-bye. Bye. What a pleasure it has been to be able to share this message with you today. 
I really look forward to our many more conversations down the line, and I encourage you to continue to walk in your own truth every single moment of the day. To find out more about me and what I do, you can go to my website, anythingiwant.com. That's E-N-I-thingiwant.com. And you can also follow me on Instagram where I post daily content, motivational, creative, whatever I feel called to do. And I just really share my, my journey with you guys as candidly as possible, just so we really understand that we don't have to walk through this life alone. We are meant to be here for each other and this is what soul family and anything I want is all about. All right, sending you guys so much love and I look forward to talking with you in the next episode.